and we are back let's get this party started okay so it's october 16th 2022 sunday night session we are back in the studio we survived california tiktok youtube i appreciate everyone for joining us if you're listening on the podcast as well we appreciate those uh, five-star reviews and uh, as always if you guys can smash that thumbs up and help share that message far and wide that's all we ask here on this channel and without further ado, let's get into tonight's update. I'm very excited to be back with you guys, bringing you an update here. We're going to be talking current events, and then we're talking about a $600 trillion problem. That's the derivatives market on the conservative side. Some estimates put it well over the quadrillion dollar mark. We're going to be talking about that and the specific ties that we have here. Uh, I'm going to give you guys my reaction to the the gentleman who said that the he knows an insider it is uh, basically a market maker for the treasury that is sitting down with Ripple next week. So I'm going to give you guys my reaction to that video and then show you guys the connection that we are, had already found and been talking about actually going back to last year. And that is going to be between the Federal Reserve, the Treasury Department, and then BlackRock being the custodian of the new uh, credit markets, the new facilities uh, is what they call them that it were set up uh, during Trump's administration. And that basically brought the Federal Reserve more under the control of the Treasury Department, where basically we have relationships where the Fed prints it, the Treasury directs it, and BlackRock is the custodian. And then we have this most recent video that's kind of going viral where this guy's saying that he's got an inside connect at a market maker for the treasury that's going to be meeting with Ripple. So I'm going to give you guys my reaction to that. It's all tied to the $600 trillion derivatives market that's beginning to unwind. And then we're going to start here by going into our current events. As you guys are seeing, all the turmoil, chaos continue to spread worldwide. An incredible moment in time here. End of this week, we're starting a fresh new week on that Bitcoin candle. We ended the week at about 19000 300 for our bitcoin okay i'm going to show you guys real quick here the chart that is the bitcoin weekly chart and as you guys can see here i think we got a big week ahead of us okay where we're going to be seeing bitcoin potentially uh making one last fake out pump i want you guys to watch out for that one more fake out pump before uh we do continue to roll over to the downside we have two eclipses coming up that are going to be major major energy moments for these markets. So at the time of this recording, 19,200 for your Bitcoin, 1300 for your Ethereum and XRP back at 46 cents. That's an attractive price for me, I will say that. Now, first squawk reporting that China urges citizens to leave Ukraine and surrounding areas immediately. It is going to be going down here shortly over there. We have not reached the peak of this war cycle just yet. Jim Rickard says a growing list of countries are evacuating their citizens from Ukraine. Why? They know the Russian winter offensive is coming and the Kiev cabal will collapse in chaos. Too bad the US, UK, EU leaders have swallowed their own propaganda and don't see it coming. So Jim Rickards, uh, an expert on the foreign affairs, currency wars, everything dealing with these markets and how the political powers that be, as he calls it, the Kiev cabal about to collapse. And you guys are seeing that the West has fallen in line. Something that I want to note, uh, got to be careful here, but... <clears throat> excuse me we have some backlash after macron says france won't respond to a nuclear strike on ukraine so france is not going to back up ukraine they're saying but what i find interesting is that no one's talking about the fact that nobody responded to russia 
missile barraging multiple cities in Ukraine the past week while I was gone. Many of you guys, maybe if you were watching along, I let the Discord know where I was in Disneyland this last week uh, with the family. So if you guys have been wondering where I've been, I was in Disneyland in California with the family, enjoying my time off, spending and focusing with the family. Wow, the Armageddon situation uh, went absolutely crazy. But something interesting to note here is that no one's mentioning, no one's talking about there was no response to multiple cities, the major cities in Ukraine getting hit uh, by strikes by Russia and Putin. And no one responded. No one did a thing. Now we're sending more money. Saudi Arabia just announced they're going to send hundreds of millions of dollars. So we're sending billies over to Ukraine, but no one's actually backing them up when it comes to actually getting you know some reinforcements done. Now, are they sending some weapons? Are they sending aid? Yes. But it's interesting to note here where the lines are being drawn. And you guys are seeing that the US, the UK, the Europe, the West, they can only fall in line and be woke for so long before they have to actually say, yeah, well, we, we can't afford to send any more money. We can't afford to send any more aid. We're not gonna be sending our troops. But what I do think uh, we're about to see the peak of this war crisis, this war cycle, is gonna be reaching that climax here soon. So I want you guys to be prepared for that over the next couple months. I think that we're gonna be reaching the climax in that um, situation here shortly. So be prepared for that. Now let's continue on. It's about to get ugly in the UK. This is being reported from Wall Street Silver uh, sharing a Daily Mail article. Nearly 2 million workers are set to strike or be balloted for industrial action in winter for discontent with teachers, nurses, and junior doctors all threatening walkouts and fight for pay rises. So we're going to have the UK people hitting the streets. Nearly 2 million workers set to strike. That's going to make the situation supply chain crisis that much worse. Same thing going on in Paris, France. This is from Radio Geneva. Uh, in Paris, autumn is already very hot. Soon it will be everywhere. Europeans don't want to starve and freeze for Zelensky. So exactly the point we're saying here is that we are talking this tough game we're we're acting like we stand with ukraine right everyone's putting the flag as their profile picture but when it comes to actually stepping up and getting something done and oh wait now the pipelines are being shut off now we can no longer afford to stay woke we are going broke and we are dying freezing and we're about to get into the liquidity crisis that is unwinding as well okay continuing on and of course they have a solution here sri lanka now requiring a digital ID fuel pass with a QR code to ration their weekly amount of fuel. Yet again, a crisis that leads to the outcome of digital ID being shared by James Melville. So once again, another country here showing you guys uh, what the plan is, what their plan is, uh, everything they're going to be rolling out as these crises reach a climax in your country. So it's happening first in Sri Lanka. It's happening first in China in some of these other regions. And then here in the United States and in the West, we've had it uh, pretty good for a while. And that party is coming to an end. Okay. Now, let's get into this market analysis. Rao Paul, October is the month start mo stock market crashes. It is also the month that kills bear markets. Let's dig in. Now, basically, I'm not even going to go through this thread. I'm just going to show you the ending of it. But it basically summarizes and reaffirms our analysis that we've put together for you guys, showing you that all of the conditions were present for a crash and still are right now. I've been sharing with you guys over the last month 
that in our analysis, we noticed that in 08, 1987, and 1929, all of the crash panic events concluded during the Feast of Tabernacles, which is the 9th through the 16th of this year. Today being the final day of the Feast of Tabernacles, we have not gone through that crash or panic moment, but the conditions are still present for a crash panic moment. Are we clear? So am I wrong that the crash didn't conclude during the Feast of Tabernacles? No, I said it was a window of opportunity. The environment is here. The, the, the vibe is here. And as Rao Paul is confirming, he's basically on that same wavelength. He says, keep in mind, this is basically the conclusion of his thread. The odds of a low coming in the next week, uh, in the next week or two are decently high. The SPX weekly DMARC hits next week near the bottom of the channel in the 50% retracement with record bearish sentiment. So he's talking about the SPX. We've shown you guys here. Um, if you line up the fractals of the S&P 500, going back to the 2008 fractal. And in, in that thread, he was actually sharing a lot of the fractals from um, not just 87, 08, and 1929, but some of the other ones as well. But just further data points that back up our claims, our analysis, our forecast, that the environment is here, the vibe is here. Stay strapped in. If you think we've bottomed out, um, you know, I, I may, good luck to you because, uh, folks, everything that I'm seeing, all of our analysis is pointing, all of the historical fractals are pointing that we are still yet to bottom out, okay? Um, I just ran a poll on Twitter. My audience, my community did uh, overwhelmingly vote no. Let me actually go take a look at that. If you guys aren't already following me on Twitter, make sure you guys are doing that. I, I want to check the results of this poll. So I asked, is the bottom in? And we got a 71% people saying no to 28% saying yes, 481 votes. So just under 500 people voted in that poll. It only lasted a day. And uh, we see an overwhelming majority of this audience, this community, does not think that the bottom is in. But you guys are already seeing that that sentiment um, starting to grow. Um, other 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 economists, other forecasters, I saw even BitBoy Crypto saying that he thinks the bottom will be in by next month, and that it, there's an extremely high chance it'll be in by the end of the year. And so, yeah, we're here, folks, as we've been showing you guys, as we've been saying, as we've been warning about this uh this period in time right here we're just definitely been coiled up suppressed uh within a range here between 25k and 17.6 for bitcoin if you look over the last month you tighten up that range to uh it's about 20,500 and 18,100 is the low that we just hit this last week um quick side note too i did just close out another successful bitcoin short last week not financial advice, but you know, just very simple strategy of shorting Bitcoin. I've been making entries as, as it reaches above 20K. 20K, I say, okay, Bitcoins doesn't belong up here right now. And then as you guys have seen, we've been brought back down to 18,100 over the last week. So I took profit early on that, 13% profit, but um, you know, we've grown the, I've grown that portfolio. Uh, I think it's a well over 50% now. So that is the trading bag that we're kind of making some moves here in the meantime with. But nonetheless, in the meantime, uh, we're playing around, doing a little bit of trading and making a little bit of moves. But I want to get into the main point of this show tonight, which is talking about the $600 trillion derivative market that is beginning to unwind. Okay. And the fact that we have all of these markets that are being restructured, revalued. And here in this article, which huge shout out to XRP Huey for sharing this one with me. This is an article from Bloomberg 
where they're talking about a digital drive to reform the 11 trillion dollar global gold market now in this article they are talking about uh as you can see right here that the world gold council has a plan to make trading more liquid starting with the 500 billion in gold bars beneath london critics say it'll meet stiff resistance now uh this is a network of high security vaults located underneath greater london where they have 50,000 gold bars each bar worth more than 650,000 and these change hands every single day among the four big banks in charge of processing the transactions now uh, i have not paid for that excuse me not paid for that bloomberg uh, uh, subscription here but Another point here, reaffirming, this is now hitting the mainstream. As we said, all of these assets are set to be tokenized using distributed ledger technology to make these markets more liquid. And it provides more opportunity for the market makers, which I'm about to get into that as well, okay? Uh, now, continuing on, Gold Telegraph says, the United States Treasury is exploring a debt buyback when the country is $31 trillion in debt. The Federal Reserve posted its first operating loss in years. This is where we are now. So uh, $31 trillion in debt over hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. And we're talking about Social Security, Medicare, and uh, you know, student loan debt is another issue that we've seen re recently that they've started to uh, forgive, right? Now, Fojack shares this from the Mr. Pool account. It was shared on 9-10-22 that debt to be wiped out. And then, as we heard last year, debt was going to, uh, the whole system is going to be restructured and revalued, right? So we understand that. We've, we've been tapped in and looking ahead for this moment in time. Now we're finally starting to see it, and we're starting to get some insiders talking about it as well. Now, this one is from Alasdair McCloyd. And he's talking about the entire $600 trillion derivative market is beginning to unwind. So if we take a look here at this article, um, let's see right here, okay. Negative sentiment in the paper markets. You can see the whole of the derivatives complex, we're talking about 600 trillion of OTC derivatives is beginning to unwind. Now, I wanna make the point that this $600 trillion derivatives market is the low end conservative over the counter, which is what OTC is, which is the market, you know, the market for the institutions, okay? That everyone can see. But we've talked about how there's quadrillions of dollars uh, some estimates put it at two to three trillion dollars, two to three quadrillion dollars worth of derivatives, uh, and that is in shadow derivatives, a dark asset class that we can't even track. As this, as these markets move to distributed ledger technology, we're going to see how just how big these are. So as we see here in the public OTC derivatives, it's at six hundred trillion. But we've talked on this channel many times about how the shadow banking, the shadow asset class that is the derivatives market, all of these off balance sheet trades that are taking place as well, put us well into the quadrillions of dollars with that derivatives market. But he says, and as that begins to unwind, there are going to be accents along the way. The idea that somehow the problem that the British pension funds have got themselves into is unique, forget it. Okay, so what just happened, right? The British pension funds were about to go bust. Bank of England had to bail them out, essentially. And that's the retirement accounts of everyday British people. 
This is a problem all over Europe where the repo market is far, far larger. We've talked about that as well, right? Here in the United States, massive repo injections, all-time high. It's actually over $2 trillion into that reverse repo market. It's a problem elsewhere in the US and Asia as well. This is one reason why to continue listening to Alasdair McLeod discuss this. Uh, okay, yeah, so he's sharing the link to go listen to this clip. It's about a 15 minute clip. If you guys wanna check it out, he goes more in depth on uh, the unwinding of the $600 trillion derivatives market. So we understand that this massive, massive market currently under, under the destruction phase, right? Uh, the collapse unwinding of this market all to be reset. Now, when we back up here, we back up here to this Bloomberg article where they're talking about this uh, $11 trillion global gold market, they're looking at digital, uh, the digital drive to reform that market, right? This is all of these markets, all of these assets are going to be moving to distributed ledger technology. And it's up to us to decide which blockchain we need to invest in that's actually going to run these markets that's capable to actually scale that high. Now, let's let's share this. I wanna give a huge shout. I see, okay, we got some super chats in the house. Nonzo Anozi with the 89.99 euro. That's a 90 spot euro. That's a big one, Nonzo, I appreciate that. Here's a little something as your work and research is top notch in this space. I, I really appreciate that super chat. Thank you so much, okay. Uh, so let's give a little bit of love here. Let's show this channel here. This is the staple crew. And as you guys can see here, this guy kind of went viral with this video XRP behind the scenes. Okay. And to, to summarize what he shared in this video, he says that he's got a friend. Uh, he hid the details of that gentleman. He says his name's Bob, uh, but he's got a friend named Bob that's basically working at a market maker for the treasury. Now, there's all sorts of market makers that service all sorts of different, uh, you know, different markets and different institutions. And you have market makers all the way down to the cryptocurrency space for me and you. And then you have market makers all the way for the Treasury Department, which this guy, this gentleman, and I apologize that I don't have your name. Uh, but he's sharing that he's got an inside source that's saying that they're going to be meeting with Ripple. The market maker that he works for is going to be meeting with Ripple uh, like next week or something like that. So we're going to be looking for follow up on that. I may actually try getting in touch with this guy, see if he wants to have a little chat discussion about uh, his friend Bob and what he's able to been able to come across. But what he was saying is that uh, they got a meeting with Ripple a market maker for the treasury. Now we know we already have connections to the treasury. Let's get on into this and let me break this down and make this simple for you guys to understand. Okay, so his, his video went a little viral for him. He got 45,000 views. And then his next video, he shares XRP family's appreciation uh, overwhelms my small channel. Yeah, so that's a beautiful thing to see. Huge shout out to the XRP community. Anyone that's gonna get us a little bit of this secret insider information, we definitely are gonna be wanting to take a look at that. Now, I wanna break this down for you guys. Understanding market makers. Market makers are often brokerage houses that provide trading services for investors in an effort to keep financial markets liquid. A market maker can also be an individual trader who is commonly known as a local. Due to the size of securities needed to facilitate the volume of purchases and sales, the vast majority of market makers won't uh, work on behalf of large institutions. So basically a Bitcoin whale would be a market maker. Ripple is a market maker when it comes to the XRP market, right? So, so that's basically crypto market makers, right? But then you got the, the company that this guy's talking about is a market maker for the treasury. Now, 
Um, that that's basically the simplified uh, definition of what a market maker is, right? So they're they're basically offering buy and sell quotations for a guaranteed number of shares. Once the market maker receives an order from a buyer, they immediately sell off the position of shares from their own inventory. This allows them to complete the order. In short, market making facilitates a smoother flow of financial markets by making it easier for investors and traders to buy and sell. Without market making, there may be insufficient transactions and fewer investment activities. Now, where does this get juicy? Okay, we talked about this a while ago, where back in Trump's administration, after the pandemic occurred, March 2020 events, they basically brought the Federal Reserve under the reign of the Treasury Department, right here where I said, right, the Fed is going to print, the Treasury is going to direct, and BlackRock is going to be the custodian. Let's go into these articles that we'd shared with you guys a while back, and you guys got to check this out and take a look here. So what we have, Yahoo Finance, March 27th, 2020. This article is called The Fed's Cure, Risk Being Worse Than the, than, than the Disease. Continuing on, they say in just these past few weeks, the Fed has cut by, uh, rates by 150 basis points to near zero and run through its entire 2008 crisis handbook. That wasn't enough to calm markets, though. So the central bank also announced one trillion a day in repurchase agreements and unlimited quantitative easing, which includes a hard to understand 625 billion of bond buying a week going forward. At this rate, the Fed will own two-thirds of the treasury market in a year. Um, but it's the alphabet soup of new programs that deserve spe special consideration as they could have profound long-term consequences for the functioning of the Fed and the allocation of capital in financial markets. Specifically, these are. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Not only do we have a, a market maker for the Treasury Department going to be meeting with Ripple, right? But we've seen the connections with Ripple and the Treasury Department. And then we saw what Trump just did back in 2020. After the events of 2020, they opened up everything. They rewrit all of the rules, right? They opened up all of these facilities, including, check this out, the commercial paper, uh, paper funding facility, buying commercial paper from the issuer, the primary market corporate credit facility, buying corporate bonds from the issuer. So for the first time ever, they were now able to buy corporate bonds. That's basically buying uh, portions of companies, right? The term asset-backed securities loan facility. So we have asset-backed securities. Funding backstop for asset-backed securities. The secondary market corporate credit facility, buying corporate bonds and bond ETFs in the secondary markets. The Main Street Business Lending Program, details are to come, and that's where the PPP loans came from. So it was just direct stimulus injection into Main Street businesses, right? And we know about all the fraud that took place there, right? To put it bluntly, the Fed isn't allowed to do any of this. The central bank, excuse me, the central bank is only allowed to purchase or lend against securities that have government guarantee, but no longer anymore, okay? They, they, this all got changed. Now I have an article here for you guys to take a look at. This article, uh-oh, I see we got a, uh, another super chat there from Mega Man, Five Spot Canadian. Damn, I was missing these record lives, but a little Sunday night secret sauce is what I need to get my fix. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday night session. So this article right here that I'm going to be showing you guys is from Forbes complaining. See, see this is a 
Forbes opinion article here from uh, April of 2020. April of 2020, after Trump sh uh, shifted all of this stuff and set all this up. This is Forbes complaining, saying, quote, what we're witnessing here is nothing less than the death of capitalism and birth of something new, said Maddie Greenspan, the founder of analysis and advisory for quantum economics. Economics. It's quite fascinating, really. By offering to buy an unlimited amount of assets from the market, the Fed is basically saying that they'd rather nationalize the markets than see prices drop. What started out a decade ago as an experiment in monetary policy now has us witnessing the transition to a new economic system. Uh, now, this next one from stillnessinthestorm.com. Meet the new boss, not the same as the old boss. Talks about this move, okay? This move essentially merges the Fed and the Treasury into one organization. So meet your new Fed chairman, Donald Trump. And they're making a joke about the fact now that before the Federal Reserve was supposed to stay autonomous from the White House, right? That was no longer the case. Forbes, I just showed you the Forbes article where they com were complaining about it because they didn't want Trump to have this much power. They didn't want Trump to be able to restructure and revalue the whole system. Uh, for all intents and purposes, the Fed was just bankrupted. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the whole country was bank bankrupted, but they just printed more stimulus, right? We understand that. We're, we're basically a, a, a dead man walking is this state of our country, the state of America. $31 trillion in debt, hundreds of trillions of dollars of unfunded liabilities. But uh, this is where this gets good right now. This is where you guys can understand this. The Fed, by previous mandate, was only able to buy official government securities and were autonomous to the White House. With the, a new arrangement the Fed has just neutered, the Treasury Department will now determine which market segments need capital, could be stocks, municipalities, specific industries, even corporate debt. Doesn't appear there is any restriction. The Treasury Department gets to tell the Fed to print money and how much. All the Fed does is print that much money, no decision-making or authoritative control. A third party, BlackRock, executes the trades that the Treasury Department dictates. This gets everything out of the hands of the Fed except for the printing of the money. So the Fed prints, Treasury dictates, uh, directs, and BlackRock is the custodian. And then BlackRock and or uh, some of these other major banks, some of these other major institutions, players, like this uh, gentleman is talking about, who Bob works for, are going to be those market makers. Okay, And then he shares this article that I just shared with you, this uh, Yahoo article, The Fed's Cure Risk Being Worse Than the Disease, where he talks about all of these markets and how, according to the article, the Fed will finance a special purpose vehicle, an SPV, to allow them to buy commercial paper, asset-backed securities, corporate bonds, and bond ETFs in the secondary market. The Fed will finance the SPV special, uh, special purpose vehicles. The Treasury, and not the Fed, will buy all the securities to backstop the loans. The Fed is basically being nationalized. The Fed is providing the money to do it. BlackRock does the trades. The Fed merges with Treasury. So BlackRock would be your market maker, right? The central bank is basically being taken over. Ah, yes, the corona crisis. Never let a crisis go to waste. Nothing will stop us now. This is the phrase of one of the central banks. Uh, this is the phrase one of the central banks takes down of the system. Don't forget, president has been lining up gold bugs to man these areas with people like Judy Shelton, for example. So we already know about Judy Shelton, how she talked about how gold was ready to play a role once again, right? Restructure, revalue the system. So what's next as part of this reset? The restoration of sound money and new policies on global trade. 
So fast forward to 2022, you guys just saw that we had, what was it? Alex Mooney, I think was the congressman that introduced a bill to actually back our dollar by gold once again, okay? So we tie this all together. We have $11 trillion gold market. We have a $600 trillion derivatives market. And then we have insiders saying that uh, the market makers that provide for the treasury are going to be meeting with Ripple. Then we look back at all of our previous connections. Well, we got the 43rd treasurer of the United States to, boin, to, to join the board of directors at Ripple, Rosie Rios. We have multiple other connections from the Treasury Department. We have connections from the White House that made all of these changes. We have connections from BlackRock, one of the biggest market makers for the Treasury, right? And then now we, we have uh, meetings right here that we're being told are taking place behind the scenes right now, right? Being ready to set up provide liquidity for the treasury and for these markets. Here's where we make a little bit of money, a little bit of generational wealth, perhaps, if we play our cards right, is we've invested in one of the most liquid digital commodities, liquid assets in the world in XRP. We have invested in this XRP, uh, you know, decentralized cryptocurrency that a little company called Ripple is using uh, while we just sit and hold our little bag, they're actually using this to build utility, build liquidity, set up partnerships with these market makers. They're going to be providing liquidity for all of these assets, all of these markets, including your currencies, commodities, bonds, stocks, real estate, precious metals, you name it. Providing liquidity for all of these markets to all of these market makers. And here's where this gets interesting is... For a market maker to provide the best and to get the most amount of liquidity to uh, get the most amount of that market share, they will be using assets like XRP that are as liquid as a G10 currency and that are being set up as a reserve currency because they can hold them on their balance sheet as a reserve, but that they can also deploy them and use them to provide liquidity. Specifically, market makers like this will be able to source the best liquidity using Ripple's liquidity hub. This is what they've been doing for the past, uh, you know, basically since their inception. But as you guys have seen all the public partnerships coming forward over the last four or five years, starting with central bank trials and partnerships in 2018, like Bank of England, fast forward, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, all these public partnerships. Now we have multiple central bank digital currencies already being built on the XRP ledger. And then in October here of 2022, we have the amendment for the NFTs about to pop. And then we have the smart contracts update about to occur as well. The tests are being done right now. They're operating flawlessly. This thing, this currency, this asset will be the best tool for these market makers to source liquidity. And the more that they have of it, and the higher the price goes of XRP, the more of a market they will be able to make, the more liquidity they will be able to provide. The more XRP they got, and the higher that XRP price goes. This is the whole game. This is the whole deal that we've invested in this whole time. Now, uh, you know, huge shout out to that gentleman. The Staple Crew is his YouTube channel name, and, and I'll get his name, and I'll be reaching out to him because, uh, you know, we're definitely interested in hearing more about his story about that insider. 
I know I have a couple people within my group within the DTCC uh, doing deals with the Federal Reserve right now for upgrading their technology and it's all the same story behind the scenes that we've been compiling and putting together for you guys here is that there's a shift underway for sure but the one company in the cryptocurrency space that is behind the most important the most valuable markets and dealing with the most important market makers is ripple they're meeting with the market makers for the treasury that's kind of a big deal guys if you if you, if you can't you know if you can take away anything from what we just put together here is that all of these markets get tokenized all of them and we're talking like i said cbdc's currencies commodities bonds stocks real estate precious metals derivatives all of it right and they are going to use xrp to source the best liquidity it's the mission of ripple going back to 2017 we're going to make it a world reserve currency and we're going to make it as liquid as a g10 currency and now we see with their on-demand liquidity partnerships firing up and their on-demand liquidity partners being the only ones that are getting the xrp coming from escrow that it never was meant for retail that it was always meant for providing liquidity on the back end providing liquidity for market makers working for the treasury working for the stock market the derivatives market the gold market real estate nfts metaverse small retail solutions like video games that will run on the xrp ledger all the way from the little stuff all the way to the 43rd treasurer of the united states leaving to go join the board of directors at ripple at the very same time we see here that the market makers for the treasury are meeting with ripple as we speak and as they have been as we've been seeing as they go to the bank of international settlements as they sit down with the imf as they sit down with swift what we are living through right now is uh basically going to be the greatest transfer of wealth in world history and where we're at is the bottom we are so close to the bottom and it's going to hurt it already is hurt. we're already 10 months into a recession right it's going to hurt but on the other side of this deal we have positioned ourselves so perfectly so perfectly and how do we know An another point on why we know that and i just see here that we got another super chat from tom osman 699 canadian appreciate that tom nonzo dropped another 90 euro spot he says please buy silver it's 10 times more manipulated than gold this is coming from an xrp xlm and xdc 0.1 percenter i know a few people who know a few things not financial advice nonzo we've we've uh in my discord group we've been having conversations about what's the situation with your local dealer as well and we got big hitters in our group that go up to their dealers and have conversations and we're getting the same story and then we see the comex vaults the record amount of withdrawals that's taking place and a 160 percent discrepancy uh actually it's even bigger than that it's um it was it a 16 or a 17 times discrepancy that we see in the comex silver markets so absolutely not financial advice but absolutely we are adding silver i'm adding silver my community loves our silver loves our precious metals absolutely thank you nonzo for the super chat i greatly appreciate that um okay so here's the deal one more data point to add to this bullish xrp story that i got for you guys Ripple is hiring over 300 employees shared by XRP Crypto Wolf. Huge shout out to XRP Crypto Wolf, by the way. Uh, he's got me in some group of XRP influencers and YouTube channels. 
and he shares news with us every single day. He is such a badass, XRP Crypto Wolf, huge shout out. Um, yeah, like every morning at 5 a.m., my phone is just going off with all these articles that he's sharing to this Twitter group that he made. Um, so huge shout out to XRP Crypto Wolf. But this is from ProCoin News. So uh, Ripple is hiring over 300 employees in the middle of a recession, in the middle of a crypto bear market. This is what we love to see. And I think that uh, as I was summarizing for you guys, right now, bottom's coming in crisis panic moment right around the corner potentially be ready for that nonetheless it's just been a slow steady decline during this bear market recession for the past 10 months and it's interesting to watch how people are still debating if we're in a recession or not truly incredible uh people are being completely wiped out and, and uh institutions pension funds being margin called right now if pension funds are going bust need to be uh, you know that are about to be liquidated and they need to be covered by the central bank the bottom is not in. Now, uh, could they prevent us from going to a new bottom if they completely pivoted and reversed? Yes, but that's about the only thing that could stop us from going to a further bottom. Otherwise, expect that to come in here soon. Back-to-back -back eclipses, 25th of October, solar eclipse, November 7th and 8th, that's gonna be your lunar eclipse, election date, November 8th. Then we go forward, we have um, Ripple Swell Conference, which is gonna be taking place on the 16th and 17th, I believe, right around that time, okay? So the middle of next month, Another important no note to make here in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit is that uh, we are waiting for them, the SEC, to once again appeal the Hyman email documents, having to turn them over. It would be the seventh time that they would be appealing it. Uh, and they have until about the middle of November, I believe, is the timeline on that. So Jeremy Hogan is saying that any time between now and then is prime time for settlement. Let's watch out for that. I'm not expecting anything until after the midterms. Uh, in regards to the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit, in regards to the library versus SEC lawsuit, and in regards to the cryptocurrency regulation being passed by Congress. Nothing until after the midterms take place. So uh, panic, crash, peak war cycle, uh, election cycle to play out where around this time, around the two-year mark in a president's uh, term, you will actually come to a bottom and then we will come back out of it. All of it's lining up for the demographic cycle as well and the start of the next bull run coming in over the next couple of years. So that's going to be exciting. It's an exciting moment. We're going through the Max Payne event. We're going through the, 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 the worst of the storm. We are going through it right now and over the next couple months. So after we get through this, it's going to be um, maybe not absolutely smooth sailing, but we're going to be through the other side and, and it's going to be uh, very interesting to see who makes it to the other side. Because as you guys are seeing, pension funds are going bust. The largest institutions are going bust. The... Uh, Market makers for the Treasury Department are meeting with the Ripple, meeting with the providers of, you know, the basically the, the custodians of the greatest digital commodity in existence, XRP. People are going to have to sit down with Ripple, sit down with Brad and team and say, hey, we need some of that escrow. We, we need it to provide liquidity for these markets. And we've been talking about this. So the debt is set to be wiped out or restructured. And then another thing that could be taking place is the nationalization of markets as well. As they continue to buy the corporate bonds, you're going to see, you know, they're, they're going to start to own a large portion of our economy potentially at some point as well. So as we watch that unfold for us, we know that we own the suppressed assets that are going to make it through the other side. Uh, that's why we have been studying all of these assets. We've been making programs. We've been making strategies for all of them. And we are not just sitting back, even though we talked about and shared a very bullish XRP story for you guys tonight. 
and why this is such an important moment in time, we are not stopping there. I wanted to end by sharing this tweet from XRP Pharaoh. If you're waiting on XRP to moon to retire and you're not currently working, building skills, learning financial literacy, or playing how you're going to make your money grow once you have it, you're in for a rude awakening and will most likely end up exactly where you're at. Yes, so even if you come along and you understand this story, you understand how great this is, and you've acquired your bag of XRP and other uh, digital commodities that are going to run the new financial system, you've got some precious metals, you've invested in real estate, and you've started a business or side hustle, uh, that's all great, folks. Because we are not, our program and what we've been talking about is not about sitting back on a hope and a prayer in a 2000 XRP bag and thinking that that's going to create generational wealth for us. We do think that if you're able to acquire a few thousand XRP and you play your cards right, you will change your life. Is that generational wealth? No, but you will do something for yourself with a little bit of XRP because this asset, as we've shown you guys, is best suited to solve our liquidity crisis massive liquidity crisis to handle a $600 trillion derivatives market and what better way to tokenize an $11 trillion gold market as well. Oh, and by the way, it would remove that $30 trillion Nostro Vostro accounts at all of the major banks and institutions. But with that being said, if you guys are looking to get tapped in on all of those strategies that I speak of right now, you can join my community. You can join our Discord group. Head on over to my website, zachrector.com, linked on down below. Sign up for our Patreon, okay? And you will get access to our Discord community. I just had our weekly Discord call today. Got caught up with the Discord group before I came on here for YouTube and TikTok. And we got uh, caught up with the Discord group. If you're looking to get, uh, you basically get a tap in with me and you get a tap in with our community of like-minded individuals who are on the same path as you guys trying to figure out how we invest and build during these times, and we call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. God bless you all, okay? We're gonna be back in studio here this week, lining you up with a bunch of new content coming this way. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell, and if you wanna get in touch with me, head on over to my website, and we would love to get in touch, have you join our community, and I appreciate all of you guys so much. God bless you all, thank you. I will see you guys tomorrow in the next one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care, and God bless.